AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Cool Zone Media. So the episode you're about to hear was recorded well before the explosions, the humanitarian crisis that is the Israeli Hamas situation right now. And if you know how my show works, like I pride myself in not doing breaking news type shows uh, because just the nature of like confirmation works. I want to make sure. I'm moving slow, leftover church stuff um, that I still hold to, which is Proverbs, being quick to hear and slow to speak. I actually, again, make it a value to not be the first one out the gate over a topic because there's like so many other things I want to be able to consider and be slow with how I think about those things. That being said, I attempted to gather and record a show about this situation, which essentially is you wasn't outside part two to be ready for this week. And I forgot to tell Matt <laughs> that we needed to switch, switch this, this order up. So he had already, you know, mixed, mastered and scored the episode you about to hear now. So to not add extra stress to Matt, to be like, no, 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 do this one. You know, we just going to run with this. And I just want y'all to know, like, trust me, I'm finna talk about it. Uh, you can refer to you wasn't outside part one if you want to this week um, where I do like a pretty long history, this uh, the the background of, you know, what's going on between Israel and Palestine. I try to make a clear line between the difference between Palestinians and Hamas, between uh, 
expansion and um, ethnic cleansing. Um, but anyway, enjoy this piece, which I am really proud of. And know that next week we'll be dropping You Wasn't Outside Part 2. All right. Let's go. Let's go. So I'm of the age where I just, I was really blessed to have a childhood that really existed in the golden era or the final coming to fruition of a lot of cultural touch points that, you know, we enjoy now. I just, I just happened to be born in that beautiful window of like we had, you know, all the Nintendo and PlayStation gaming consoles, but we also got to go to arcade. It was just a dope time. You know, we played inside, we on the internet, but we also played outside. You drank from the water hose. You know, I still got to like, I was allowed to have a BB gun, but also probably shouldn't in a hood because they look like guns. You know what I'm saying? I got to, I got to get a, got to do a lot of that. I, we got to see the Dogtown stuff, you know, where it was like, I'm not Tony Hawk's age, but we got to go see those guys create what became the X Games and, and kind of like just this era of just an amazing time to be a child and a, and a teenager for that matter. You know, if you like a golden era of hip hop, like I just got to be alive for some of the dopest stuff. But I'm also I'm also not the type that like romanticizes nostalgia like. It wasn't necessarily better than, yo, you kids don't know, man, we had a better, like, I don't get into all that. My era of music better than your era of music. Like, I, you know, listen, I'm not that type. Like, I don't ever want to be, I always talk about this, the old head, the dude in, you know, the barbershop that's, Cool Modi's greatest rapper alive. Y'all don't even know who Cool Modi is. But like, the guy that's like, now don't get me wrong, like, especially during this like 50s uh, anniversary, like, I still love seeing the rappers that I enjoy still got it but again i'm not so close-minded as to think that like you know every era is different and as long as y'all rock with it, as long as y'all vibe as long as y'all being true y'all should enjoy what y'all got so i'm not like that but there are some things that i really wish y'all would have experienced y'all as in people sometimes people are older than me and people younger than me there was just things that are i would say Honestly, like the emotions, the experience is irreplaceable. Don't get me wrong. The idea of having a cartoons and TV shows on demand is a lot doper than having to make sure you're home at eight o'clock, you know, or up at 7 a.m. on Saturdays or you'll miss it. And if you miss it, you miss it. You just have to wait for the reruns. But at the same time, there is something dope about that ephemeral. Like we're collectively like Twitter, like when we used to do like watch something like an award show or something and all of your Twitter feed was all watching the same thing. Like that feeling to where we're all like collectively experiencing the same thing at the same time. That's a, that was a dope feeling as a kid, you know, watching your unfortunately like Cosby show or yeah, like having to get up to catch your Saturday morning cartoons and like, you know, have your little bowl of cereal, your pajamas. Like it was exciting, you know what I'm saying? Because it was ephemeral. But like the the thing about like the TV show, like we would have that little Twitter dialogue, but it wasn't in real time. Like we would have it the next day at school. Yo, did you see? Yo, did you see? That stuff was fun. You know what I'm saying? Like the the emotion tied to it and the the collective experience. Like that was dope. But again, it was cool that the internet let us be able to do it all at the same time. Anyway, I'm rambling on to bring you to an experience I think we've all had. And it's the universal feeling of getting your ass kicked multiple times in some video game. 
And I'm going to use this to share with you the case of the Justice Department and Google. <laughs> Hood politics, y'all. All right, so y'all know the situation in a gaming console, whether you're playing online against bunch of different dudes across the other, you know, others all over the world, or you playing with a group of the homies, whether it's like a, a 2K game or a Call of Duty situation or a Fortnite, whatever it is, where there's just one dude that's exceptionally good at it. It's like, for whatever reason, they already got all of their, like, I don't know, I don't I haven't gamed in a while, but power-ups you know, apply that to whatever game you playing. They've already unlocked all, they've already like, they've already mapped out the missions. They've already got weapon stash somewhere. Or if like, if you're playing 2K, it's like, man, their team's already been juiced up. They just like, I don't know, like it's just, or they just played for so long and so well that they just know they just know all the spots. They just know what to do. And they're just mopping everybody. Uh, I personally was a fan of, I wasn't a really good at like the, the sports games, which I know at least among, among black men, that's kind of like, bruh, you, why? Like you supposed to be good at least one of these two Ks. Mario Kart, you don't want it with me. You know, I used to be good at Smash Bros, but like, I don't know. I'm just getting, oh, I can't Smash Bro like I used to. But mostly, my lane was the fighting games, the the Mortal Kombat, you know, even the new Mortal Kombat's, the back in the day, the Tekken, Street Fighter. Street Fighter was, for me, the, that was the marijuana. That was the gateway drug. You know, we ditch school, go to the 7-Eleven to play Street Fighter, right? At the Street Fighter thing, the, the, the rule for the arcade was this, and this was my young childhood experience. You, you had a guy, like, it's just like pickup basketball, like, winner stays on. So... They're, you know, the fighting game, just like one-on-one, -on -one, you feel me? And uh, so if you wanted to challenge the dude, you put your quarter on, because the games were a quarter to play. You put your quarter on the, on the bottom of the screen to say, like, basically, I got next. And then you play against this kid. And for me, because of the part of town I was in, this was probably some sort of Asian kid, probably a Filipino kid. And you would go and you try to play, play him. He pick his character or whatever, right? And he'd be kicking. Yeah, he would just, you just mop the floor or whatever. He's just kicking all of our asses. He's just running through everybody, and he never gets off the game because he just, he just keep winning. And it's like at some point, you like whoever, which one of us got a better chance at beating him here. You could take a quarter. Just like somebody get this nigga off the game. You feel me? And you could be mad at him, or like the name of this show, get your weight up. I mean, don't be mad at me, nigga, get your weight up. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I'm good at it. What you want me to do, nigga? Don't be bitter, be better. Oh, this nigga, it's not fair, man. He got all of this, this, and this. You know, well, I mean, you got already got all the, you done already unlocked all the codes and this, it's like, well, I mean, shit, you could do it too. What you mad at me for? Get your weight up.
Now, on the other hand, is a thing that we all know as cheat codes. Now, they are colloquial name cheat codes because they're not necessarily cheats in the sense that we all know them. All you have to do, we used to get when I was little. Yeah, I'm like really, really throwing, throwing it back. This magazine called Nintendo Power. If you you subscribe to the Nintendo Power magazine, you would get full maps. Like you'd have to like, you'd have to like pause the game, go to your Nintendo Power magazine. Now I'm now I'm like I'm I'm really little during this time, you know. But you they would uh you know the the kids would like you know flip through their magazine and find the map. You feel me? And it would show you like the whole map of whatever level you on and it would tell you which thing where to, you know, especially like when Mario, when Mario started getting like, you know, hitting, hitting like Mario, like on Nintendo 64. Now it's 3D. You know what I'm talking about? So like, uh, you, you, you know, you couldn't just as quickly Google like you used to, or, you know, it wasn't no message boards and then like you had to like look at a paper, you feel me? And hope that this article that you got, got the game that you playing. And you'd have to figure out the maps and it would tell you which one of these mushrooms, you know, it would tell you where all the little secret passageways are. It was great. So if this nigga beat you, he like, I mean, the, the magazine available to you too. There used to be, now I didn't, we wasn't wealthy enough for this. Man, ain't no way in the world I could have done it. But there was a call in line. If you were stuck on a level on a Nintendo game, you could call Nintendo and ask them like, yo, I'm super stuck. And it'd be some dude on the other side of the phone, some for us grown ass man will walk you through <laughs> and we were children would walk you through the level and it would be like oh you cheating it's like well no nick i'm not cheating everybody can do this like any the phone number available for everybody now the phone number costs that yeah, y'all like look we talking landline years you feel me so when you was uh not necessarily you know, as financially secure as some of them other little kids, you couldn't just be calling these numbers out here. You know what I'm saying? It would show up on your phone bill. It's a problem. But they thing was like, I mean, anybody could do this. Going back to the Street Fighter thing. Listen, you could play as much as I could play. If you got quarters, you could play. But if you was cheating, where you done already punched in some codes that unlocked it now, like I said, you on 2K, all your players are maxed out because you got some sort of secret thing that nobody have. Oh, no wonder can't nobody beat you. If you playing some sort of Call of Duty or something, like I said, like I don't really know how those games work no more, but you know, you done completed all the missions already and there's no way for us to level up because you got it all. I mean, now you cheating. Going back to the Street Fighter one, there was a phrase called cheesing and Cheesing was essentially when you use the same move over and over. I can't get out the corner. Like, you know, you Ryu, you doing the Adukens, or you, or you E Honda and you doing the little hand thing, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down, or you Blanca and you just keep electrifying and spinning yourself and I can't do nothing. That's called cheese. You doing the same move over and over. That's not fair. And when you cheesing, you could get put off the machine because it's like, nah, it's not fair. You cheesing. You like, nigga, but I won. And it's like, nigga, it don't matter. That's the, you can't win like that. You can't win cheesing. That's cheesing. That's what they called it. Whereas that kid's defense is like, but I won. You are like, I don't understand what the problem is. Well, you're not giving everybody else a fair shot. That's not the game. The game isn't to give you a fair shot, nigga. The game is to win. And what I am doing is not cheating. These are moves. They're moves that are allowed in the game. Fuck is you talking about? Now, again, if you've got some sort of code that you put into your players, so when you punch, 
it takes out the power at a level that the rest of us could never keep compete with, then yeah, maybe that's cheating. If you don't like you handed it, you handed the controller over to your homeboy and the controller, you done changed all the buttons up. You feel me? Okay, you cheating. You already know that your your remote Bluetooth disconnect the other remote Bluetooth disconnects every once in a while. So your moves would be slower. Okay, you cheating. Like you're that's clearly cheating. But if you're not doing something like that, or if it's something that you can't necessarily prove, like I didn't purposefully give you a bad remote. And look, if you like, look, I'll switch remotes. If I switch remotes and still whoop your ass, I don't understand why you're so mad at me. Well, it's because your players, your character, whatever it is, is already maxed out. You already know the map. You already got all the stuff. You done already, you know, stashed away everything. Like, what can I do? And I'm going to respond to you like, nigga, run your play. Get your weight up. And if you mad at me, like sometimes your defense could be like, fam, I'm not even that good. Like, I may be beating all of y'all niggas, but like, you know, once you start signing up to esports, I'm like, nigga, I'm trying to compete against these world renowned. You win, you know what I'm saying? You can win a million dollars. Like, I'm playing against these, you know, Twitch streamers that like, I don't got no weight at all. Like, you mad at me for beating y'all? Like, nigga, do you see them? That's who I'm really competing with. I can't even keep up. You mad at me, nigga, get your weight up. You can play the same game I'm playing. You mad at your homeboy, get all the girls. You know, you mad at, you know what I'm saying? You mad at this nigga because he getting all the girls. He like, nigga, shave. Nigga, take a shower. Get some better clothes. Nigga, don't be mad at me. Get your weight up. What you mad at me for? You know what I'm saying? Your shoes are, they all, toe all ran over, nigga. They scuffed up like, Get your weight up. Don't be mad at me. Therein lies the case with Google. Now, let's get to it. After this brizzing. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. 
You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Get your way up. Get, 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 get your way up. Get your way up. Get, 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 get your way up. All right, we're back. I guess this is ultimately like a kind of a how much a dollar cost kind of question episode kind of more about economics than anything because there's two big questions being answered or asked right here and it's like what do we mean by what is a monopoly in the age of the internet you know and chat gpt for that matter and how is the internet going to move forward remember i told you earlier like we got some cases in the in front of the uh the supreme court that's like probably gonna break the internet this is another one of those cases. The internet has gone through a couple evolutions. And I think if you're if you're not if you're not really terminally online or into like history, probably not think about it like as such because the first version of the internet was like cute and funny and like wingdings. Remember I told you on that episode like we used to not even sell things on it. Nobody thought you could you could make money on the internet. It's just stupid little websites about flowers and you know and and like message boards like that was like pre-internet internet and then internet 2.0 is the version that we all live in right now that's the actual money being exchanged there's the social media there's like the internet and then the baby of the internet as we know it the first fully evolved pokemon of the internet is these large search engines such as google but who had to take the L, who was the T1 for that, was Microsoft. Because Microsoft was this version of the internet of the computer age that nobody had seen before. It was like, y'all too powerful. This look weird to us. We don't understand that y'all, y'all got too much weight. This, this some not right. If you Microsoft, you like, oh, that's because you don't understand. I'm just one of many. I just happen to be the loudest. Just what I'm doing is working. But like, I can't, nobody, you can't regulate that. I can't control it. It's important in this Google case to kind of look back at that Microsoft case where basically Microsoft just settled and paid the fines. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, and and that was the last time like the US government tried to take a tech company to like trial. And I think partially because, you know, as we know, the government's ran by dinosaurs. You know what I'm saying? I just and and it's not so much the age thing, which I think I'm gonna do a a episode on. Like I'm gonna call it like the 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 OG dilemma because you know Mick Jagger the same age as as Mitch McConnell, and it seemed like he got all his faculties. So maybe it's not an age thing. It's just the like a relevancy. Can you like stay tapped in? your health is fine you can stay tapped in i don't care how old you are because with age come to wisdom so just because you old 
don't make you irrelevant because you could be young and irrelevant. But fake. Anyway, it's hard to try something and to adjudicate something when you don't understand what the something is. And that's kind of the problem with the internet. And I think now where we're at, the concept of a chat GPT, the concept of AI. Right? So here's the situation. The first thing you got to ask yourself is what is a monopoly and what does that mean in a free market capitalistic society? We believe the lie we tell ourselves, you heard me right, the lie we tell ourselves as a country is that we are a we are free market capitalists. Which says this, everybody gets a shot, the best product at the best price wins we all if if we use the game of monopoly we're supposed to all start with the same 200 dollars on the same board with the same opportunity and if you just get your weight up you start buying up property you you spend your money wisely you invest smart you know what i'm saying you you put you know if this the drug game you you feel me you get you get the product on the low make sure that product good you got goons that protect your work you know you've convinced the city that you the dude, that you the dawn, you know what I mean? Top boy, the new season, the top boy out, right? And this is the perfect example of that. I'm not going to do no spoilers, but just follow me. Just think of the characters. If you watching Top Boy, then you understand what I'm talking about. You just, you get your weight up. Get your situation right. Make sure you loved among the among the community. You, they, you, you know, or you, 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 you feared among the community. You become the only plug, you know, and... If you're the only plug that you got the best weight, you got the best work, then these people got to work with you. You ain't got no, I, you, yo, I've eliminated my competition. I eliminate my competition by any means necessary. It's a free market. They, they could have clapped at us. They didn't. So we clapped at them first. But the idea is that the competition, right? That's the buy, let the buyer beware. That's the free market. That's why a lot of times these conservative folks is like, just don't let the government be involved in all. Like, because the consumer will decide if you got the best product at the right price, you I, they don't need to tell me what to do. Like, if I could get, you know, this vacuum, I don't know why I thought I just looked at the vacuum. That's why. If you got a better vacuum, that's dope, but it costs too much. I mean, then cool. Sell to your rich clientele, but I don't want it. But if you're trying to do, no, I want to lock in, you know, you Target or you Nordstrom, you feel me? Or Target or you Walmart, whatever it is. It's like you lock in your customer and you just you give them the best you give them the best product at the best price. What's the problem? That's what free market capitalism is supposed to do. And what it's supposed to do is to say that that competition will give us the best thing. But we all know what actually happened. Like take the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. They say, oh, you know, hey, competition creates diversity and, and innovation. But rather than competition, you get copycats. Everybody just made a chicken sandwich. You know, it, it just try to compete with it. You, you know, it's just it's not competition. They get, it's the same sandwich. You feel me? Uh, which was funny to me. But also what happens is this is this in what our government, when they talk about antitrust laws, or monopolies are talking about this. So I'm gonna quote from a thing called Investopia, right? Uh, which is easily Googled. You know, like I'm not, this isn't deep, hard journalism. Like you can just Google what is a monopoly 
And Investopia is a good place to start as like, and I use this specifically because it is so user-friendly. This is very simple, simplified, so it's complicated, but essentially is this. A monopoly is a market structure where a single seller or producer assumes the dominant position in an industry or a sector. Monopolies are discouraged in a free market economies as they stifle competition and limit substitutes for consumers. So what does that mean? Well, the best example is the case we're going to talk about is Google, right? But I'll get to that. Let me let me let me lean into that. Let's let's take the eat off Google for a second and let's just say let's use Netflix. You guys know Netflix was rental of DVDs, right? And then eventually became a streaming service. Well, when they were a streaming service, it's like, well, that's where everybody, that's where all the eyeballs are. You got all these subscriptions. So if you're a movie, you know, or television production house, you're trying to get your shows there. You're trying to get your your stuff on Netflix because they are, if if anything, they're the store. They're they are where everybody's at. You could you same example for a grocery store. Like if this is a grocery store, that's where everybody is. That is the, as they say, the marketplace. Everybody there. And it's so crazy. It's so easy to explain this because so much of our life is like this now. They are the platform. Your Netflix is the platform. That's where the movies are stored. I'm just using that as the streaming service. But then Netflix started producing their own content. And if they produce their own content, then now they're the store and the product. So if they're the store and the product, what incentives do they have to carry your products when they can make their own? Like, why would I? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my products in the front of the stove. I'm going to make sure as soon as you open Netflix, the ones that I'm suggesting are the ones that we made. Oh, you can still go find your show from ABC. You can still go find your your movie that you was waiting to get to streaming. Then you can find it somewhere, but it's still here. But what I want you to get is the stuff we making. Well, now you've cornered that there's no like you got to imagine this as a world that there's no other streamers. Right. So if you're the only store, you've just you've made it impossible for anyone to produce any other content. All right, let me jump you up even higher. What if Netflix came already loaded onto all of our phones and televisions and they tried to their best to set up a exclusive deal where they're the default streamer? Now, there's other streaming services, but like your your TV automatically turns on Netflix. You feel me? Does that make sense? Why? What incentive does if you if everybody is at your spot, you gonna sell them your product? I'll carry your stuff because you gotta pay me, right, to carry your stuff. But why would I? Why would I do that? Why would I? Why would I? What What difference does it make? So what happens with the consumer is we now have no choice. Like there's no other place to get product from. You're the main product in this store. I guess I guess I'm watching your show because I mean I have to I have to dig to find these other ones. And then eventually everybody else is like, well, I mean it's not even it's not even worth it putting my product in here if you're only gonna push your own stuff. So either I say, hey, that's no fair, or I go get my weight up.
and I create my own service. You see that? Spurs competition. Like, here's an interesting fact. I don't know if y'all knew this, but Spotify was going to start its own record label because Apple had it for a little bit. Spotify was going to start its own record. Matter of fact, I was in line to be one of their artists. And you know what happened with Spotify's record label? It don't exist. Why? Because every other label promised to remove all they artists from Spotify. Because they was like, why in the hell would we, we didn't come here to build, no, no. If you're going to have your own artists, again, you have no incentive. What's the point of us being here? It, like, I'm not going to just be here taking all of our promotions, all of our work to push your artists. Because that's ultimately what we'll be doing. Spotify was like, touche, cuz. And they took it down. So then now, like, as I feel like Apple TV, they product is, their shows, the streaming service, there's, there's. I love their shows. I feel like they haven't missed. That's just me personally. But that's because now there's competition. And why that happens is because of antitrust laws. So that Netflix can't be like, nah, nigga, we the only streamers. Just like when you, again, the streetwear, street stuff, like, nah, nigga, we the only suppliers. You got to get it from us. Because if we're the only supplier, you got to get it from us. I could charge you whatever the fuck I want to charge you. Netflix can charge you whatever the fuck they want to charge you because there's nowhere else for you to go. Ain't nobody else got a service. Ain't nobody else streaming. Where you going to go? That's a monopoly. My prices are set because you don't have an option. My product quality is not good because I'm competing against as good because or or not good because you ain't got no choice. You got to get what I give you. That's a monopoly. The way that our our country is supposed to be set up is to be like, no, you can't do that because that's not fair to the consumer, nor is it fair to what we want, which is more business stimulated in our economy. You're not allowed to be the only, the only, you, that's, that is, to use the game analogy, the cheat code. You're cheating. You can't be the store and the product. You can't be the only option. If your product is just better than mine, rather than you eliminating me, that's different. But if it's like every time, like again, a, let's use a brick and mortar thing. If every time I want to set up a store, a shop for me to sell my little wares, but you own the building, you know what I'm saying? And now you choosing whether I can rent from you or not, right? And if you charge me to rent, the rent you charging me is outlandish. Well, then how I can't like, there's no way for, I can't compete. Like you sell the same product I sell. You got a shop like mine, but you own the, the building it's in. Then you got a competitor shop across the street. It's like, it don't matter how good my product is. I may be able to carve out a little, but I was like, I can't, there's no way to, there's no way to play. So then the government still comes in and says, that's not good for all of us. Like you can't, you can't do that. That's, that's a, you're breaking antitrust laws to which the other company would reply. How about y'all just get your weight up? Let's take a break. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Get your way up. Get, 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 get your way up. So here's the case against Google. The Google situation is this. Depending on whatever smartphone you have, your Google search engine is your only option. It's just, it defaults to it. Why? Because Google, rather than just making their product, they went to this, they were smart. They went to smartphone makers and they set up deals and contracts with them. They said, look, let us be your default browser. I mean, like, why not? Why would you not do that? Like, yo, like I got this product. I'm like, yo, how about I be your default? Now, as y'all know, like the term is ubiquitous. Google is a verb now. You, how did they do that? There were other, there's other search engines. Bing. <laughs> y'all remember Ask Jeebs? <laughs> Whatever it is, it's like, to, uh, according to Google, and this is a, a defense that like, you can't shake your fist to. It's like, but it's, but, but it's good. We like it. It's easy. And somebody like me is like, I mean, I don't give a shit. Like, if I'm looking for something, that's just it's what I'm looking for, right? Your iPhone comes with Safari. So when you type in, you know, where the URLs are, when you're searching for something, your Safari app is going to pull up Google searches. Because it's just, that's the deal they made. I mean, your, your bank could have done that. You could have done that. Get your weight up. I, what you mad at me for? I'll, mad at me for doing good business? Right? That's that's their argument. It's like, well, I mean, well, damn. Like, why would I not take this shot? They're like, well, you haven't given anybody else a chance. You're monopolized. They're like, y'all could opt in. You could put in whatever thing. You was like, no, you're the default setting for most of our products, for your laptops, for your everything, your default setting is a Google search engine. Now, on top of that, where it gets even more crazy, Google scrapes a fiendish amount of your personal data. 
And they take that and they sell it to the advertisers, which a lot of us don't like. But at the end of the day, what are you going to not Google things? And then they then and then they sell it to advertisers. And that's how you got to do it now. Now, the now the the State Department's argument about that is you've created a monopoly monopoly now for advertisers. We don't have to like we can't talk about your price points. Because there's no other, there's nobody else I could go to. There's nobody I could compare it to. It's, and and even if your product ain't good, even if like I'm not yielding the results I want, look, I sell coffee. And sometimes I got to pay for like search engine optimizations. I got to pay for ways to like make sure y'all find terraformcoldbrew.com, terraformcoldbrew.com, promo code prop. To make sure y'all find that, I got to pay, you know, some Google Analytics advertising services, but I can only go to them because I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay for Bing. Nobody uses Bing. And they're saying because of that, because there's no competition, Google's price can be whatever they want it to be. And even if it's good or not, it doesn't matter. You won't pay what you're going to pay because there's no other competition. And they're saying that's a monopoly. You've, you've, you've created a monopoly now that's not fair for advertisers. So those are those two. This is how the advertising thing becomes a part of the case. That's the kid that I mean, you mad at him for subscribing to blogs and YouTubers that explain maps of games? Like, you could subscribe. What you mad at me for for doing research and setting up a situation? What you mad at me for? Like, when I was a kid, what you mad at me for for asking my mom to, like, give me, you know, don't give me lunch money, give me quarters. And I just, I play. I mean, what you mad at me for? Get your weight up. Ask your mama to give you quarters. And then finally, it sets them up for a future monopoly, which is super interesting because the future uh, monopoly is over AI and chat GPT. Now, whatever you may or may not know about AI and chat GPT, let me tell you this. It's like, it's not really, y'all have to understand, it's not necessarily creating new knowledge at all. Matter of fact, there's this interesting um, read for the New York Times about ChatGPT and Wikipedia and how Wikipedia plays with Google, how Google basically scrapes Wikipedia and then ChatGPT is scraping Google. So you're like three degrees, two degrees separated from an actual human inputting verifiable knowledge. And it's not like Wikipedia is perfect, but these large language models, which is how AI chats are trained, they rely on, I mean, uh, Google's the largest <laughs> in the world, single largest in the world, like by miles, amount of data of human information and language. It's in Google because we all use it, which is why they can charge whatever they want for advertisers. But if ChatGPT is just scraping their information and then putting it together, there's things out, you know, some of y'all, I mean, y'all have you heard about ChatGPT hallucinating, which basically what that means is like, again, because it's just pulling shit from the internet, maybe before the Wikipedia editors can catch a troll from putting like false shit inside the thing, it's now piecing together these facts that aren't facts at all. And if you pay attention you, to your ChatGPT, you're like, wait, what? So it's... You far from being able to write your term paper off of chat GPT without having to double check and verify its information because 
Number one, ChatGPT is designed to make it feel like you're talking to a human and humans are often wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to feel natural. They don't always have a fact straight and it also oversimplifies. But all that to say what's feeding the future of what you and I know as knowledge, the future of the internet as we know it is Google because AI ain't going nowhere. It's only going to get more sophisticated. We only going to do it more. But if it's trained on bullshit, it's, then that's all we going to get. Garbage in, garbage out. My homeboy's, my homeboy's uh, uh, suegro, that's father-in-law, if you all know. But he would say, hey, look, man, you can't, check, you can't make chicken soup out of chicken shit. You feel me? So all that to say right now, Google got a control on the future of the internet. That's another monopoly. So they're because that's what uh, uh, basically that's what AI is trained on is the shit that's on, on Google. To which Google would say, "Don't get bitter, get better." I'm sorry for succeeding. Now, their real defense is this, but people like it. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. People like the product, but also their defense is, which I think is super interesting because it's generational. You niggas are dinosaurs. If you think Google, us as a company, as a search engine, are competing against other search engines, then you're old because... As we all know, what you search things on is TikTok. <laughs> what you search for things on is Amazon.com. Again, I'm not competing against Bing. Nigga, I'm competing against TikTok. Nigga, they dwarfing us. I'm trying to keep up with TikTok. You know, people ain't typing into Google. They're typing into YouTube which is good for Google because they own it. But even our combined forces compared to TikTok, come on, fam. That's who we trying to keep up with. You mad at, you, I ain't bit more worried about no Mozilla. Y'all looking at this all wrong. You dinosaurs. I ain't got a monopoly on shit. I'm just outperforming these younglings. Is they argument. Again, going back to the kid. That's whooping your ass in 2K. He's like, fool, I'm an esports gamer. Like, y'all are just trash. Like, no, nigga, I'm trying to keep up with these fools. The codes I got ain't even good enough. <laughs> so how this thing comes about may or may not break the internet as we know it. This is a third thing. What a time to be alive. You about to, y'all teasing about web. We all thought web three was crypto and NFTs. Nigga, that was the rough draft. Where we at now? What's about to become right now? I don't even know. These these new niggas. Are uh, we going from backpack gangster rap drug dealers to mumble rap nigga to whatever the hell out now? It's these these new niggas. You feel me? It's almost like it's almost like crypto era was like that was the Cali swag unit. That's that was the jerking scene where it was like it was hot. Don't get me wrong. It had its moment. <laughs>
I'm not saying that as a diss. I'm just saying this wasn't necessarily the future, my nigga. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like the future is something way more evolved than this that nobody saw coming. I thought it was the future too. So the question we asking is who owns the future? And what the hell is a monopoly in a world that essentially is powered by AI? Nigga, hell if I know. Hood politics, y'all. You know, I don't know why I ain't thought of this before, but you know, you could use promo code HOOD for 15% off on terraformcoldbrew.com. Like, I forgot I own that company and this is my pod. Y'all go ahead and punch it promo code HOOD if you in the cold brew. Get you some cold brew. Go on, get you some coffee. Y'all, like, I can't believe I ain't thinking this still right now. Yo, this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible. Executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave them reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm and listen i just want to remind you these people is not smarter than you if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see you next week With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.